Welcome back to another episode of an Extra Dose podcast. Thank you guys again for tuning in to another episode, another fun share with you guys. We're going to be talking about kind of a continuation of last week's episode where we talked about Sam's proposal and the whole story behind that. So today we're going to be sharing, I think we mentioned in the end of the episode that we would be covering where we ate, where we stayed in Miami, and some just little tips about getting engaged and some other stuff. Yeah, I was going to say I got some requests to do a review on the one hotel where we stayed in Miami. So we're going to be doing that today and covering that within this podcast for you guys. So I guess we'll just jump right in. The one hotel we had, I had honestly seen a lot on Instagram and I had heard about it. Um, They do have other locations. I just haven't been to them, but the one that we stayed at was in South Beach, Miami. Uh, It was beautiful and we honestly had looked at a few different spots. My mom and I were looking, but we decided to stay there because it's beautiful. I had heard really good things about it. And it was in a great location uh, with regard to like some of the stuff we were going to be doing as far as restaurants and stuff. And the only thing I will say is that we, so my parents and I flew into Fort Lauderdale Airport because we flew Southwest. And I know you guys did Miami and We did American Airport. on Miami. So I think they uh, were- American flying into Miami. They were a little bit closer than we were. I think I was- 45 minutes, 40, 45 minutes from there. So we were like 20. Just keep that in mind. But I mean, it was fine. Like I just left earlier. But anyway, we flew into Fort Lauderdale. So it was about a 40 minute drive and it's beautiful. It's a beautiful hotel. It has, what I love about it is that they have so many great like plant-based stuff. Like we ate at the restaurant there downstairs for, I think they had breakfast and dinner and I don't know if they had lunch or not. Um, but they had a lot of plant-based options. I don't think they have lunch there. Yeah. They had a lot of plant-based options. The breakfast was really good. They had, I mean, it was kind of a buffet, but it was behind glass, so you couldn't serve yourself. But they had, Taylor, Menu. Did, Taylor did the buffet um, most of the, I think every day, or most of the days we were there. And they had, and so did my parents, they had like avocado toast. They had omelets. They can make you omelets. They had... Fruit. Um. So the restaurant downstairs is called Habitat in that they had breakfast like Sam was talking about. And then the dinner, it was kind of like not Mexican, but it had like some stuff that was Mexican, I feel like. Like I got guacamole and uh, my parents got like shrimp skewers. I was like, why don't I remember this meal? Yeah. Because I wasn't there. <laughs> this was Sunday night. And, <clears throat> and I think we kind of talked about this in last week's episode when I was saying that we were hiding in the restaurant. But... Anyway, they had great food, and then they had, like, a smoothie bar or a, some kind of smoothie thing yeah, downstairs. It's a ju- It's not downstairs. No, what was the one downstairs in the lobby? What is that? Just, like, a coffee bar? Oh, yeah. They have, like, some juices and drinks, and I think it's kind of a more like a, like a grab-and-go style. They had, like – I don't know if they – they then, might have had some food. Um, the, the gym was probably, like, the highlight of the hotel. Yeah. Because it was – so they have residences there – so I think that's the reason the gym is like super nice, but it's probably 
the nicest. Hands down, the best gym I've been to. And I probably will ever be. Probably (laughs) better than my gym that I go to. I mean, not probably, it is. They had, like, a whole cardio room and, like, red turf that was, like, all the way down. You can work out on. They had a few different sections of weights. And they had this, like, floor area that had, like, TRX bands, kettlebells, like, so much stuff everywhere. It was huge. And I don't even know how many square feet. I don't even know. Was. It was huge. I, it was better than my gym. I'm not kidding. And yeah. then they had next to it, they had this little like juice like smoothie bar that was called Plant House. Yeah. So they had a bunch of smoothies. They can make everything plant based, protein powder too. And they had juices. I got a really good juice. Taylor got like some kind of sandwich, I think, and um, I think he got an acai bowl. Um, but they had stuff like that, like acai bowls, smoothies, um, uh, juices, and like little things like that. And that was directly attached to the gym. But the gym had like every cardio machine you could think of. They had multiple stairmasters, a Peloton, spinning bikes, ellipticals, treadmills. They had two different sections of weights, free weights. They had, yeah, like Alexa said, TRX, kettlebells. They had, like, a separate room for the kettlebells. I literally wanted to work out forever there because... I know, and I feel like I didn't have time any of the days. Yeah, <laughs> it was so amazing. I know. We want to go back for, like, a weekend Yeah, trip. I do. So, the one thing that, like, Sam was a little worried about, I think, once she got there was that... About it being, like, kind of party vibes. Yeah, I know a lot. It's a really, really nice hotel, um, but it is a little bit... It lives a little bit. Um, it can be. I don't know. From what I could see on Instagram, it looked like it could be a little clubby, which you guys know that's not really my vibe. But it's hard to tell on Instagram and on you know like on social media or even on like TripAdvisor because you're getting so many different opinions. And you know, some people are like, oh, they don't. You know, they don't take the mask seriously. Like you guys know, if you look, which at, they did. If you look at reviews recently, it's like so people are. You know, reviews are very one sided, either really good or really bad. So it's really hard to find. I feel like looking at reviews is so time consuming, and I feel like you never really end up with a good answer. Like I just feel like. So anyway, I was kind of like, we'll see how it is when we get there. But I remember I was a little concerned about that. But honestly, the only place that was probably a little clubby was the upstairs. They have a rooftop bar up there, and then there's also like a pool up there. Well, first of all, let me back. Let me go backtrack. They have there's like four pools at the hotel, and it's the property is so big. You it you it doesn't look like that when you first pull up. It's really wide from the front, but it goes out really in the back. It's just like multiple levels that they really spend a lot of time building out. It's like so cool. All different vibes. And there's like so there's four different pools. One of them is upstairs on that rooftop and they have a restaurant. So we got there on it from a Sunday to a Friday. So we were never fully there like on a Saturday like prime time like weekend cuz we left Friday afternoon, but to go home. But we could tell on Friday it started like Thursday afternoon and like Friday it started getting more packed. Like I know people really go for like a weekend trip and the rooftop when we got there on Sunday, it was like really going like it was really crowded up there and they, you can go there if you, even if you're not staying at the hotel. So a lot of people go there, they give you a wristband if you want to go up there and you stay at the hotel. So you don't have to like pay to get in, but there's a restaurant up there to eat. And then if you go one level down, or sorry, if you go to the where the gym is, that's on the second floor. There, there is um, a pool there, and honestly, it's so funny. I still haven't figured out how to how to get there. So maybe maybe if you guys have stayed there, you know. But none of us could figure out. Every time I went to that pool, I would go through the gym every time. 
I couldn't figure out how to get like unless one of the well, doors it's because it's kind of confusing because there's like residences. Yeah. So then I'm like, which entrances for the residence? They yeah. have like a special key. So it gets kind of tricky, but it's beautiful. And then it's right on the beach. You just walk outside. There's this really cool like walking like boardwalk. And then you can get right into the beach and they have beach city beach seating available that you can get set up for you. And they have like cabanas too. And it's beautiful. I mean, the beach is stunning. Yeah, so they I have the there chairs. Longer. Yeah, unfortunately, I will say the one downside to our trip was like normally when t- like we go on a family vacation or when I go somewhere with Taylor, if we go to the beach, which we're definitely beach versus mountain people, we I feel like we always are like on the we're always on the beach or pool like relaxing. We get up and work out and we eat and then we like go straight to the beach or the pool. And we we hang out there for most of the day. Um, but this trip, I feel like it was obviously, I, I guess I thought that's what it was, but it was, you know, it turned out to be better the way it was, but we were so busy doing like activities. And I feel like by the time we got up and worked out at the great, at the great gym and ate, um, we would meet because my parents were staying there at the same hotel. Um, obviously after I knew they were there, we would, we would go have breakfast with them also. So I felt like by the time we would change and then the first day we were there, the first full day that all of us knew we were together. We had um, a sunset cruise at three. Which we go- shared all this, didn't we? Yeah, I'm just saying we were oh. busy. So we did that on Tuesday. So I feel like every day we had like events to get to or things to do. So it we didn't have like, my point is we didn't have like ample amount of time to be by the beach. But when you go down to the beach, they we weren't sure about this, but they have a little hut, and they if you're if you're a guest at the hotel, they will set up two chairs, or I guess maybe the multiple, I don't know. They they will set up chairs and towels and everything for you, so you don't have to worry about going to go scout a chair. They'll figure everything out for you. It's all like really nicely done, and directly off the boardwalk. Taylor and I were like scoping it out the first day because we were so confused when we got there. We didn't know where the pool was, but directly off the boardwalk, if you're at the very bottom of the hotel, they have, um, I, what is that place called? It's like at the very bottom. I think it's, it's not Sandbox. It's the yeah, other Sandbox, one. Neighbors. No, I don't know which one it was, but anyway, they have a little, it's kind of like a little outdoor kind of like bar, jungly restaurant, area. jungly area. It remind if you guys have been in Tulum, it's a very Tulum vibe. It's like sand and like wooden tables, like carved wooden tables, and they have really good appetizers and meals and drinks. And you can pay to go in there. It's kind of like a beach club. You can go in there. If you're not a, res- a hotel guest or resident, you can pay, I think, to go in there, kind of like and hang out as a beach club. And then if you go up those stairs, there's another pool. You go up there, you're you're climbing up upstairs. You're going up another level. There's another pool that has another restaurant. And that that pool is like kind of like a really long rectangular pool. And it looks over the really pretty view of the ocean. I was taking stories of this. And I remember when I posted it, everyone was asking where we were staying. And then one level above that is another restaurant. another oh my pool. Gosh. Okay. I see how we don't care. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> there's a lot of pools. You guys asked for a review. I'm going really in depth. But the rooms, um, just to summarize, we loved it there. The rooms are huge. They're like almost look like suites. They have a couch in there and a, like the bed's on a it platform. It says it's on an organic cotton mattress and 100% organic cotton sheets. Yeah. So it was really, it was really fluffy comfy. and white. I love the vibe and they were I will white. say the pillows were like a little bit uh, mushy. I, yeah. I was like singing in the pillow. I was getting a little frustrated, but yeah. I like a more firm, like not too firm. Anyway, I would definitely stay there again. It's a little pricey. I will 
say that, um, but it's worth it. I really, I had a great time there. I mean, you might not want to stay there for like two weeks, but um, definitely if you, want, if you want a, a fun, really nice getaway for the weekend, I really liked it. Um, especially if you go during the week, it definitely won't be as crowded. So we really liked it. I haven't really stayed. When we've stayed in Miami before, we stayed further north um, near, where were we? Near Bell Harbor. So that was just a completely different area. We weren't like in South Beach, so a different area. But we liked it. Um, I'll kind of go into some of the restaurants we ate at as well. So the first night, okay, well, I'll backtrack. The first day we got there, Tara and I went to, it's called, I think it's called Lily Koi, L-I-L- I-K-O-I. And what I did was I just went on, honestly, what I do every time is I go on TripAdvisor or I go on Yelp and I always search for, well, for me specifically, plant-based options. Because especially for lunch, like we don't necessarily go there for dinner because I can find stuff at dinner. But lunch, I like to try more places that don't just have like a little puny salad that I won't be full off of. So plus, like I feel like Miami, like Alexis was saying, they had such great options. I wish we had that in Dallas, which we don't have it that bad, but they just had so many more options. So we went there. I got like this huge salad. And then the other day, the next day, I got this really good bowl with bok choy and um, kimchi and like really good stuff on it. And then Taylor got, what did he get? He got, I can't remember what he got, but he really liked what he got too. I think he got some kind of bowl or something. And then I, one of the days I got a juice there, just all, it was like all really healthy. They had stuff with chicken and stuff too. So it wasn't just plant-based, but they had really great options and good portion sizes, good juices. That was really far. I want to say it was like really far south. Like it was probably 10 or 15 minute drive from our hotel, which is already in South Beach. So that one's further south. For dinner, we went to Planta or Planta, and that was actually so funny. It was literally right next to the other restaurant that we ate at for lunch. So we didn't rent a car. Him and I were Ubering everywhere, but my parents did rent a car. Of course, I didn't. I didn't know they were going to be renting one, obviously. But we, so we would use their rental car when we were like going somewhere together. But Ubers weren't that bad. Everything from our area was pretty close, like places we were eating at on purpose. That's why we stayed there. So we went to Planta that night. Everything was, the entire restaurant's plant-based and it's so good guys. Like I was kind of a little worried because Taylor, he, he eats plant-based stuff, but he doesn't eat like that's not what he eats as part of his diet all the time. But they, I was worried because there's no chicken or steak or anything on the menu. But he got a pizza that he said was really good. I got like literally the best Caesar salad I've ever had. It tasted like Caesar salad and it had kelp noodles in it too, but it tasted so good. And the service was really good. And they have like plant burger or they have all They too. have a, yeah. Okay. So they have another, it's, I think it's like plant, they have another one that's like planta, but it's like a different area of Miami. And I think it's more Asian. So just be wary of that because they're completely different. Um, I think Taylor accidentally made a reservation. at We didn't know that till we he made it at the other one and he didn't realize there was like two. So we got that. They're like, we don't have your reservation. But luckily, it was Super Bowl Sunday. So the restaurant was like empty. So we got really lucky. We could just sit right down. But they had sushi, like all plant-based. I know it sounds really weird, but it was so like he loved it. So and then we got nachos, just really good food. And obviously, it's all healthy and plant-based. And then we went and got ice cream somewhere. I don't remember the name, but they had some plant-based options. Um, this the on Monday night we went to the night we got engaged. We went to Gianni's, which is a um, it's the restaurant in the Versace Mansion. So it's like 
you know, the real Versace where, you know, where he lived and they turned it into a restaurant. It's so beautiful inside the pool. The outside where you eat is so beautiful. The food's Italian. And I will say, be prepared. Everything in Miami, like if you're coming from like Texas, it's kind of expensive. Like the food, if you're coming from New York or LA, you're probably used to it, but it is a little bit pricier. Just the restaurants. I mean, you could probably find less expensive options, but I feel like it's worth it for the vibe. Um, it's really cool. It is busy. It was very busy for Monday night. Very busy, very loud, but really cool vibe. The food was good, Italian. Then Tuesday night, we went to Poppy's Steakhouse or Poppy's Steak. I don't, I don't know what it's called, but it's really good. It's kind of, if you guys have been to Drake's in Dallas, it's kind of that kind of vibe. It's really small, like smaller, but very dark like dimly lit and like just it's like all about a vibe I feel like it's really hard to get a reservation there and the tables I mean it's I mean it was a packed restaurant but the food was really good um Taylor obviously got steak but I got like a bunch of different sides of vegetables and they were all really they were like really really good the salad was really good too and then we went to Malibu Farm one day for lunch. That was at the Nobu Hotel. That was really good too. Again, it's not all plant-based. They have healthy options. They have like omelets, steaks. We went for, um, it's not steaks, salads, pancakes, stuff like that. We went for brunch. And then we went to, uh, sorry, we went to Santorini. Um, that one was so good. That was so good. That was like a Greek, that was a Greek restaurant. I think it's like within a hotel. It's like by a pool. But the food, the Greek food was so good. And I know some of you guys messaged me saying that you guys go there every time. So we went there. And then we also went to Rusty Pelican. I think that was the last night we were there. One of you guys actually recommended it to yeah, Alexis. Somebody rec- I mean, you guys sent us so many recommendations. Yeah, so thank you. And then some of them we didn't get have a chance to go to. So we were really sad. But we want to go back. Um, but... The food was really good there. I got veggies. Like we went with Taylor's family because my parents had already left, and it was so good. The view was really pretty. I think you can sit outside too, but we sat inside. But I'm trying to think where else we went. We kind of we would eat at stay around the hotel a lot. We, we ate were, in Argentina. Oh yeah, you so guys we did. ate at this place called Lo Delea. and it was a small little place, but it was Argentinian. And I got a roasted like a grilled veggie platter. My parents got pasta that my mom said was amazing and my mom also got some kind of other like this filled like this not like ravioli but it was like a cannelloni that's what it was and they got I think they got something with dulce de leche uh a dessert but it was so good it was a small little place but I loved the food there so yeah some other places we didn't get to make it to I think there's called full bloom that's like a lot of plant-based things um Dasher and Crank, I think that's like ice cream, but they have, I think they have plant-based. No, that's where you had gone, but I guess not. No, we didn't get it. We didn't. I don't think we went there. Anyway, we had some other things written down. Pura Vida. We had some other things written down, but we didn't get a go-to. But I know you guys were looking for some recommendations. Um, not all of us are plant-based, like I said, so don't worry if you guys don't eat that way. They won't be weird restaurants for you. No, they're all really good food. Um, for the tour we went on, we did, not the tour. My mom booked a sunset cruise for us. I forgot what the name was. I think it was Miami. Miami Yacht Club. Maybe Miami Yacht Club because a lot of – or Yacht Co. or one of those. She booked it for us and we had a really good experience. It was beautiful. And um, I think we were gone for two hours, I think. It was really pretty. They did a great job and it was really fun and we got good pictures. So I know some of you guys were messaging me asking who we, who we used and that's who my mom booked it with. So – I think that's kind of all we had for the Miami portion. If you guys have specific questions, you can always message us. 
on Instagram or send us an email if you guys had specific questions, but we thought it'd be easier to talk about than write it out. Um, so with that being said, we're going to kind of move into a little bit more of um, the engagement topic. So I'll let Alexis lead us off on that. Okay, so let's talk about a few things that you should probably know before you get engaged. And I feel like these are probably common sense to most, but sometimes I feel like we don't really think about these things or you're just kind of in your own head and you're like, well, yeah, I know those things. You've talked about them, but then maybe you might realize you really haven't. So first things first, obviously figure out that your relationship is more not just like a lust thing. You're really hot. You're in the long for the long haul. You're not just, I mean, I've been in that kind of relationship before. So I think it's easy to start picturing your life together with somebody, but then maybe you realize that the qualities that they have and the ones that maybe you're attracted to are not really ones that you want someone in your future for your future marriage. So make sure that you have that kind of figured out. And then obviously make sure that your your goals and life and your career and pretty much everything is kind of aligned in some way or another. Just because if you're someone like we're people that work a lot and work kind of takes over a lot of our life. And if you're with somebody that maybe isn't doesn't really work that much, maybe they, it's not a priority for them. Maybe they just do enough to get by. They probably won't be the best match for you because maybe in your relationship right now it's okay, but in a marriage I feel like it would be a little more challenging. With that being said, though, you do need to have a balance. And I know Sam's a little better than I am, which we've talked about before, with balancing work a little bit better. But those are definitely things you want to make sure that you have discussed and figured out. Obviously, faith is a big thing. I know being in Texas that there's a Christian Christianity and is it well just Christianity is a really big thing in the South. A lot of people I always call it the Bible Belt, not to be in a rude way. Just that's a lot of people are very religious here. Their faith is very important to them, and I think those could say the same with New York and Jewish people. But we are Jewish, uh, although that we we're not super religious. We. I feel like in the dating world, I think it's a little challenging in Texas just because I feel like a lot of the guys that I come across are, they're really great people, but they are pretty into their faith and not, not to say they're not willing to date someone that's another faith, but I think they want somebody who... Well, I mean, I think everyone wants something you can do with your partner. Right. And like, I think their families too, like they were raised that way. They were raised going to church every week. And I think it'd be a little challenging to have someone that maybe didn't grow up that way. So not to say that some aren't open to it. I think it's just more challenging. And I will say that is one thing that I've really become, and I don't like to be like, okay, I don't like to throw it in there randomly, but I do find a way to make it come up pretty early because I just don't want to waste my time. You know, if they're, if they're not going to see a future with somebody that's not of their faith, I just want to like get that out of the way. Not that I'm like ashamed of it. I just, you know, it's just a different than what people are used to. So definitely talk about that. Your spending habits. I know Sam and I are pretty much, we save a lot, but some people are different and that's fine, but you got to have that conversation because you're going to be forming a union together. Um, definitely discuss if you want children or not. Uh, I feel like some people just kind of, I think they hear that and they, they know maybe their partner doesn't really want kids, but they kind of block that out of their mind. Like we'll figure it out later. I know a few people that's happened to So just make sure that you really are taking their word for it. I mean, they could change their mind, but don't go into it thinking that they're going to change their mind. So that's definitely important. And then obviously 
getting to know each other's families. I think spending holidays together is a really... I always tell Lexus yeah. that. Not for any bad reason. I just feel like whoever the next person she ends up dating, I feel like I, I think it works for some people getting engaged really quickly. It works. I just feel like you want to know truly, you know, who you're marrying and like kind of going off this topic. So I think it's great to be able to spend the holidays, see everyone's dynamics, see how they do holidays and see if it's something you want to be a part of in the future. Yeah, so definitely that. I think another thing kind of going off of that is how people respond to stress. So traveling, (laughs) anything stressful coming up in life because that stuff does come up. I think it's – that's why I think it's important to date somebody for a little bit just because you want to spend that much time together. Everything's like kind of like The Bachelor where everything's great. Well, it should be – It's all rosy. For the first few months, it should be great. But sometimes it's not. But – I really do think it's important. I mean, it sucks when shitty things come up that you have to kind of work through together. But I also think it's important to see how people react in those situations. Like, are they really rude? Do they want to be by themselves? Are they, do they want to isolate? Do they get mad, take it out on you? You know, these are all things that you want to see earlier than later. So definitely make sure that you've gone through some of the... And then... Definitely see, you know, certain habits they have. I mean, can you live with them? Can you not? I mean, for me, I'm, like, super clean. So if somebody's just a slob and has, like, stuff everywhere, I could never. I don't think I could do it. She, like, literally will get mad at me. And I'm clean. I'm not sloppy. I'm not messy. She thinks I hold hold on to too many things. And I always joke to her. I'm like, if you think I'm bad, like, see who you're going to live with next. And we'll see if you like that. Because she, it's, we get in the worst fights about it. She, like, will start throwing stuff away. And it drives me nuts. I'm not, I don't even hoard that much stuff. But to me, you do. But I told her, I said, you know what? I mean, whenever and that time comes soon for me to live on my own, I won't be able to blame everyone. I mean, no. if my house is messy, it'll be because of me because I made it messy. Unless someone well, comes in and tries. Anyway, we live like a married couple. We yeah. argue about everything. And we share, like, all of our chores, like, laundry, dishes. I mean, we divide it all out like a couple. Yeah. So you'll be ready, Sam. You're set. I know. So obviously make sure you guys are on the same page with, like, travel and hobbies. I mean, again – you don't need to know – you don't have to do every hobby with them, okay? Like, they can have their own things. That's good. But also, if they do something that you absolutely can't stand, then maybe it's better if you just, I don't know, kind of discuss that and, like, have some kind of compromise. I think it's good to have your own thing, so. And then I think it's really important to learn in any kind of relationship, especially a marriage, how to talk to each other, talk through emotions, not just texting. I mean, it's easy. It's just an easy thing to do when you don't want to talk about something and just talk about it via text because it's not face-to-face. It's not uh, in person. But I think it's important to learn, and you should learn this over time, being with that person, that you communicate even the hard things face-to-face, the things that you're com- uncomfortable, that you don't want to talk about, that it's just easier to avoid. But I think that's part of growing and evolving in a relationship. And I'm sitting here talking like I'm married, but... She's, she's watched me go through I know players. what I want. I know. Yeah, I you've want. dated people. Yeah, I know what I want. I feel like it's been like a decade, but <laughs> I know what I want. Okay, and then this is like the biggest, the, big, the number, like 100. I mean, not 100, number one, but okay. Is to talk about what you guys see, like what you guys want vision for a wedding day. So I feel like that can be, so I've heard, I mean, I'm not obviously engaged, Samus, but We've been told that, like, planning a wedding is one of the most stressful things in the relationship because it's all exciting in the beginning, but then as you start planning, it's, like, a lot of stress to be carrying a lot of planning for a long time, 
people's families start getting involved. And so I think it's really important to just stay on your own path and remember what you guys want out of it. And then don't worry about what everyone else, you know, I mean, yeah, you can probably speak on more than I me, mean, but. yeah, I definitely agree. It's hard to get not caught up in it. And we haven't even really started playing anything really, but very preliminary things. But it's hard, you know, I, you know, I want it to not be super stressful. I know I feel like every bride says that every bride to me says that. But I think you can get so caught up like anything in life. You can get so caught up in things that you don't even realize what the whole point of everything is. What the point is to be in it, you know, is to get married to your partner. So another thing I wanted to point out too was I think you should ask yourself too, why is it that you want to be engaged? Because I feel like, I mean, it's sad, but I feel like a lot of girls... I'm going to interrupt you just for a second. I need to like, first of all, go back to on the episode last week um, because I've had a few guys message me about it. And you guys were so sweet. I feel like it can be taken the wrong way. I mean, you guys didn't take it the wrong way, but maybe there's some of you guys that listen and were like, wow, she's a she's royal a, bitch. She's a you know what? No, I'm not even, even going to like bleep it out. She's a bitch. But because well, when I – so I don't really listen to our episodes. Again, like after we record it, it's almost cringeworthy. Like I don't listen to myself talk again. But in the times that I do, when we do, a I'm few like, things I, yeah. I realize. <laughs> Number one, I talk a mile a minute. Number two, I mumble a lot. And I'm trying to be better about that. And number three, I was like, oh my God, I sound like a bitch. But the thing was is that I just, I get on this podcast and I just start like spewing everything out. It's so easy to. It's easy. And our mom said that when she was on here a while ago. She was like, oh my God, I said too much. I was like, no, you don't realize because you're just sitting here talking. Well, we have had some guests that make us edit stuff out. So. And. The thing is that we keep it really raw. Like we don't edit stuff out when it's just the two of us. No, we don't unless we're asked. So to. I almost, I almost was like, well, I don't know if I should have said that. But the thing was is that the reason I kept it is because I was like, well, it's really raw. It's how I feel. But I don't ever want it to be misinterpreted as me being like not happy for her because I'm 100% happy for her. And also, like, there's been a few weeks that have passed since the engagement, and I feel like I'm in a much better place. I just think it was so raw in those first few days. So even towards the end, I was like much better of the trip. But anyway, just like want to reiterate that. I just wanted to share that because... Yeah, she was telling me that today. She's like, oh my God, Sam. Yeah. Should I have not said that? Well, the reason Should- is I had just posted it, but someone messaged me right away. and was like, oh my God, I listened to it. I just... We I, haven't even... At I, this point, we haven't even announced yeah, it. Yeah, we haven't yet. announced... I mean, this is like already new weeks from now, but at this point, we hadn't announced that it was up. I just like published it. And somebody messaged me right away this morning. It was like, oh, I loved it. You're going to find somebody like you're totally, you know, like she understood. And so I hope that's the response that people get. I don't want people to think, wow, she's a bitch. She can't even be happy for her sister because that's 100% not the case at all. Like we've been looking at like dresses and doing all this stuff. And I've, you know, I've been happy to do it with her. But I think I was just trying to say that just in case anybody out there is in a similar position and you're like, okay, I'm not crazy. I don't feel that way because I did have a lot of you guys messaging me that week saying, look, I went through this. I I was in a horrible place, blah, blah, blah. So that's why I'm saying that. So you can go back to your little story. Yeah. And like I was saying, we both try to take lessons of how we, that's why we don't listen to it because I like cringe listening listening to myself because I talk so fast and I mumble. Both of us do. I feel like I talk like that in real life. But we can understand each other really well because we've been. I say like, and she's like, yeah. And my mom's like, did you catch what she was saying? I'm like, yeah, I did because almost pretty much almost thirty years of listening to each other, we can't understand each other. But I know everyone listening can't, so it's a work in progress. 
I this is how I speak, but I'm trying to get better about it. You would think taking all these speech classes, I would be better, but no. Like speech, like I mean, I'm saying speech classes, like speech in college, like doing speech speeches. I was trying not to say not like speech therapy, but anyway, <laughs> maybe I needed that also. Um, but anyway, um, she did. She felt badly about it, so I'm glad you remember to talk about it. But she really, honestly, like we said in the podcast, the first day was probably really hard for her. But she's been. I'm not like I'm not even trying to like make her sound better. She really has been supportive after that. We haven't had issues, <laughs> I and mean, we fight about everything else, but not about that. I, I haven't said no, anything. No, we're really looking forward to like our next chapter. We know it's going to be an adjustment, but we're really excited about it. So both of us are. So anyway, with that being said. You guys know that this is all raw, and you guys know we don't leave anything out. Um, but I do want to say, you do want to think about going back about why you're getting engaged. I know that's like kind of like when you graduate college and you want to get a job, you feel like the engagement's like the next thing. It's like you get into a committed relationship, and you're like, okay, well, where where's the ring? When is it going to happen? And obviously, every girl has had that thought. Like, I mean, I'm not lying. Everyone's had that that thought. But I think for me, anytime I ha- ever thought that, which I really didn't, honestly, towards you know, towards the end, not the end of our relationship, the end of like getting, getting closer to their engagement. I think you kind of know when you're ready to move on to the next step and not just because I, that's what I'm saying, not just because everyone else is around you is getting engaged. I think that's definitely the wrong reason to be getting engaged because everyone's on a different timeline. And I feel like Taylor and I always talk about this, whether you're in a relationship, everyone's on their own timeline. Just because someone said, you know, I love you at a certain time or someone moved in with each other at a certain time or someone got engaged within two weeks or a month or something doesn't mean that that's what you should be doing also. Everyone, everyone's personality is different and your your personality is different, your partner's personality is different and that's going to mold into and shape what's going to happen in your relationship. I mean, some people, for whatever reason, they have certain circumstances and they want to get engaged and married quickly and they want that or... There's certain people that wait 10 years. I mean, everyone's on their own path. And I think it's so important to realize that instead of, you know, looking at the grass is always greener on the other side. I mean, people, in other words, other times they could be engaged really quickly and, and so in, in quotes, have been you to the altar or whatever. And they, I mean, unfortunately they could be very upset and end up divorced soon thereafter. So I think it's not like anything in life. It's always bad to compare and think that you're being left behind or, you know, in Alex's case, I'm sure it's hard, you know, her twin sisters, you know, she feels in, in some way, even other people's, you know, your siblings can feel that way that you're moving ahead or whatever. But that's, you have to take a step back and realize like, if you're in a relationship right now, don't be rushing to get engaged because you see all your friends doing that too and moving on. Like you'll know when the time is right. You'll know when you're ready. Like we talked about earlier in the podcast, when you're ready to be with that person and it doesn't just mean like to have a wedding and have a honeymoon. It means like, are you ready to do hard? Not I'm acting like I'm already married, but from advice I've been given from, you know, from even you guys that have been following me, that messaged me, or just what I know from other people's marriages, it's hard. I mean, just like relationships are hard and I know it's going to be even probably harder, you know, it'll, we'll go through hard times too. So I think it's more looking at the outcome of like, do you want to, do you want to be with this person and work through hard stuff with them? That's why all those things like, do you know how they handle stress? Do you know how they work, how they like to work? Like, do they, you know, how they just operate every day? So, I mean, like I said, another podcast, my parents got engaged pretty like way quicker than I did, like three months, which is crazy to me because Taylor and I were four years. But again, you can't, I mean, you cannot compare. I mean, it works for them, but it doesn't always work for people. So I think it's really important to think that's my number one thing and think about why you want to get, get engaged to 
X person? Like, what's the reason? Not just because they've been around and uh, you think that's the next step. So I think that's kind of my two cents on that. And also, one more thing, think about how you want to get engaged. I think I feel like Taylor asked me this probably a couple years ago. And I honestly was kind of stumped. I'm like, I don't know. But I think he did a great job. He probably inferred what I wanted. And he did a great job, obviously. It was so special. And I loved it. But some people might not want that. They might want to just be better than themselves. They might want to be like in their room. They might not want anything like crazy. They just want to be wake up and they propose. And other people like I knew that's probably not how I wanted it. And he probably inferred that I didn't want it that way. And he probably didn't want it that way. But like I said, just like the timeline, everyone's different. So you can't really go off that. But that's kind of all my two cents on that. I don't know if you have anything else you want to add. Yeah. I mean, I think he did a great job planning it. I think it's good to kind of know what you want and – I have an idea. I mean, it's up to the guy, I really think. But I think definitely, I think being in communication with that and the ring, if it's, if you're somebody's going to be really picky about the ring, I think, like Polly, how we are, I think it's good to discuss yeah, that. Yeah, I know a lot of people, it's different for a lot of people. Some people have, um, their fiance has completely surprised them with a the ring. Like they didn't even know they were getting engaged. Or like my mom, I don't think they, I don't think she knew either. He just, I, I think he just picked it out. And, some people like like you know they work as a team together we i mean i think taylor just realized like i was gonna be too picky so he, he like wanted me to help like we did it as it, we did it together i never saw the finished product so i didn't know like obviously that exactly how you know i didn't see it like you know before he proposed but i had an idea of what it was going to look like and we worked it through to get through it together which to be very clear wedding uh, i don't know how guys do it by themselves it's very stressful like, I feel like every process you go along the way, even starting with the ring, is stressful. There's so many cuts. Yeah, clarity. they don't get to learn all this. And honestly, like, we worked with, um, I think I mentioned in the last podcast, but if I didn't, we worked with um, Dallas Diamond Bar, and she's based in Dallas, but I think she can do rings, like, all over. She can um, ship them all over, but she was great to work with. Um, she custom makes everything, because I know a lot of you guys were asking, like, oh, where'd, where's the ring from? Do you have a link? I'm like, there's no link. It's like, she literally just designs it. You can't go buy it. You can't, I mean, I guess she could design the exact one, but, um, I kind of had a vision. We, I mean, Taylor, obviously, I wanted him to like So it. how did you decide what you wanted? Did you look at ideas? Uh, well, I originally, honestly, I originally wanted I thought I wanted oval. I went in, I went in, I thought I wanted oval. We went to a few different places actually before we worked with her. We went to a few like more, I, I guess like not chain, but like, you know, like places they have other locations. And um, honestly, they were not very helpful. I don't know if you guys have come across that, but I feel like we, first of all, Terry and I look like we're like, we look like we're 20 years old at you the do. most. He's 31. Yeah, he's 31. And I was trying to make sure I was saying that age right. He's 31 and I'm I'm going to be 30. I'm, I'm, uh. <laughs> I was trying to think of how old I am. I'm confused what. I'm five. I'm confused what day it is. <laughs> and so, but we look, we both honestly look we're 20 years old. We look like a decade younger. I look like I could be in high school or college. Anyway, we, we went to, I remember we went to Tiffany's and we went to a few other places. I'm not going to like name them all, but they were just not helpful. I feel like we walked in and they, I think they just didn't take us seriously. They thought, I, I don't know. They thought he wasn't going to propose. Like, they guy. were like, I had a certain, what I wanted and they just were like, I don't know. They just were not taking us seriously. And then I remember 
to multiple places just didn't call him back. They didn't, you know, they didn't follow up, which are like, I'm, he does sales for work. I'm in sales. I'm like, I don't get that. I don't get how you don't follow up. But anyway, they didn't. It was meant to be. We worked with her and she was so helpful and nice. And I feel like I just wanted to know stuff about diamonds. I didn't understand, like, when you first go in, there's cut, clarity, I don't even know what else. All the different carrot. Car- carrot weight. There's all different things that determine. It's not just like, okay, it's it's five carrots or six carrots. It isn't that's not just what it determines. So there's so many factors that go into like how a stone looks. Not to mention like this this the this shape that you want. That also determines everything too. So there's so much it goes into. The price can fluctuate so much with all those different variables. You can have a flawless diamond, you can have one that's the the, the clarity is different, and it can affect so much the way it looks. And it also affects the price. So I just wanted someone to explain all that to me. And I feel like some people at these some of these places were just not the most helpful. And she was really good at helping it. She operates a little bit differently. You look at the loose stone first. So like some of these stores were like, well, you can look at this and then you can customize this and you can make this stone bigger. I'm like, I can't even envision it because I I just couldn't envision like a stone, a ring that was completely different than what they were showing me. That just was like too hard for me. And I'd get very overwhelmed and I I don't know. I was, I just had a hard time. So anyway, we, when we met with her, she helped so much. We looked at all the loose stones and I tried on oval and I realized that I didn't, I, I don't, I didn't really like it as much as I thought I was going to like it. I don't think Taylor liked it either. <laughs> and I mean, to be fair, he was like, he was letting me to like, if I, I guess if I liked it, I think he'd be, you know, he would have been okay with that. But I know I wanted to get something that he would like to, I mean, he's the one spending the money on it. I don't want to like buy something that he looks at every day that he doesn't like. So we t- I tried on round and I also tried on cushion. I really wanted an elongated cushion because I love the way like long rectangular kind of rings look. And I really was deciding between round and that. And I, I had a hard time deciding, but I did. I could tell he liked the round more. <laughs> and honestly, it did the, the facets. I think that's how you say it. It sparkles so much more. It has the most amount than any other cut. So that's obviously, I just decided it's classic. I feel like it's talking about a style. Like round is like what is like, you know, what the first, you know, the diamonds were. The first, I feel like the most common cut, you know, at the beginning. So that's what I went with. And she was really great to work with. She can design. I was looking on Instagram for like all these different kind of inspo because I wanted a halo. But then I was like, I don't like the way um, a halo looks with a round really. And um, when I picked out that when we were picked, when I, I picked out, when we picked up the stone, I was like, I don't know if I want a halo. But then I was like, I, I like a lot of like, I like a lot of glitz. And I was like, I don't what if I don't like it without a halo. So I finally came across something I saw on Instagram, actually, I think it was Instagram, or maybe it was Pinterest, but I saw something I loved. And so I sent it to her. And then yeah, we kind of worked from there. But he it was so cute. He surprised me with our first date um, is inside the engraved in the ring. So if I ever do post a video the proposal, it's hilarious because he proposes, he gets on one knee, and I'm st- he gives me the ring, whatever he puts it, before he puts it on there, he tells me, you guys can't hear the sound though, he says, look at the inside, I surprise you, but what it looks like from far away, from I guess when the photographer was recording it, it looks like I'm inspecting this diamond, <laughs> so I laugh at it, it kills me every time I look at it, because I look like I'm like super self-absorbed, and I'm like really into like, that's all I care about is the stone, which I was not, I was like really, I was looking at the, it's hard to see the, the engraving inside, but 
yeah, I love it. It's so special to me. And I feel like I'm always trying to keep it clean because I feel like it gets dirty so easily. But anyway, yeah. that's kind of my story. But I props to these guys who have, if you guys are listening and you, your fiance or husband had picked out his ring all by himself, props to them because that is so stressful. And I never, well, both Taylors, Taylor, the girl that worked, that we did with, used, ugh, that worked with us for our ring. And then um, Taylor, my fiance, it's just, it's so overwhelming. I guess they can go off a Pinterest board, but that's really hard. Even then, they don't know if that's the one they really want. You don't know if it's it. older, if they pinned that in high school, <laughs> if it's like something recent. I mean, luckily, he would have had Alexis to help him, but. He didn't need my help. He, it's, you, still so, it's still so hard. So, I don't know. I think it's in modern times, I feel like a lot of people are working on it together. Um, or the girl has some kind of idea of what he's in, what the fiance will be getting, maybe like showing them. But who knows? Sometimes it's a surprise. And I know. I think it's so cute when they try to plan everything. Yeah, so, it was really I don't cute. know. I, I, any part of planning that a guy does, I think it's adorable. Yeah. So anyway, that's kind of my long tangent. But I think that's all we have for today. Yeah, thank you guys so much for listening and always tuning in. Thanks for your support on all of our episodes this far. We really appreciate it. means more than you know. If you guys loved this episode or any of our other ones, Please, if you guys could please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, you just have to scroll down where you're listening to the podcast. It's like a purple app on your phone, and then you'll just see a spot to rate and review us. It would mean a lot. Thank you guys so much. If you guys already have, we really, really appreciate it, and we'll be back soon.